With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Pitching Dreams Podcast. I am Chanya and together with me is my co-host, Tatenda. Hey guys. Uh, and we are back again with Lewis is a UCI level 3 cycling coach mm. and he's also a full-time coach for Sabah Sports Council and he's the head coach for the track cycling team so we have been talking to him so far about his coaching journey so Tatinda I think you got another surprise for him yes so Lewis we're going to take you again <laughs> oh no I, 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 I sucked the last time so hopefully I'll do better <laughs> no 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 All you right. did pretty well you, you, you kind of slipped up on the last question but right. now we're going to ask you a rapid fire questions sure uh, cyclist trivia yes it's all going to be on cycling I think this oh, one you can nail no. this one yeah. <laughs> alright are you ready yep okay I hope I can say this fast alright three okay eh? wait sorry okay <laughs> sorry okay okay go 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 ready uh, yeah. three two one go okay name all the disciplines of track cycling Omnium, medicine, team pursuit, individual pursuit, uh, kilometer time trial, okay. sprint, Kirin, team sprint. Uh-huh. I think that's about it. Eight. Okay. I thought there was medicine. In the yeah, field. I mentioned medicine, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Okay. Omnium so my as well. Bad. My bad. Okay. All right. All right. Next question. Okay. How many events are there in the World Championships? World Championships. All of the above. No, like total events, like yeah. men, women. Oh, okay. Yeah. So world championship, men. You have women. You yeah. have men junior. So women there's, junior. There's a number. Of there's events. a number of yeah. total. Events. How many number of events? What do you mean by that? Like you said, men. Yeah. And there is a number of events for men, and then the women. There's number. I think of it's uh, Madison may not be in uh, men junior, but. <laughs> Everything on that list is on World Championship. <laughs> okay, we're looking for the answer 20 events. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, right. okay. no worries. Uh, what does the UCS, UCI stand Stands for? Union. Oh, it's in French, so uh, <laughs> it's Union Cycling International. <laughs> okay, okay. Who holds the world's best for flying 200 meter time? Trial? The world best. Yeah. I think it's a Dutch cyclist. What's his name? <laughs> It's Dutch cyclist. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's Dutch, but yeah. his name is Harry Leverson. Yeah, Leverson. Yes. All right. Sure. What is the um, Azizo Hasni? Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Do I apologize for my pronunciation of uh, Malaysian names, guys. Uh, but it says, what is the Azizo Hasni Awang's greatest achievement? Winning the World Championship title in 2000... 
2017. Okay. And also winning the bronze medal in Rio Olympics. Nice. That's great. All that's right. Well done, Louis. That was, that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A bit of redemption from the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So let's get back to it again, mm-hmm. as you said. Okay. Um, so now, you know, we spoke about purpose last mm. round. We spoke about um, how your passion led you into your purpose. Yeah. So and you did mention about winning is also part of the goal as your mid-range goal. Yes. Yeah. So I want to go talk to you deeper about meaning a winning. So as a coach, what does winning means to you? Um, and what are you also looking in your athletes when they are joining, like when they are joining you, or um, when they are under your coaching? Um, in sports, winning attracts uh, funding. Yeah. So if we have been in a sport and we don't win, unfortunately, you don't get funding. That's true. On the other hand, without funding, you can't do development. You can't. So it's a chicken and egg issue. So winning is important. Uh, if we can get to winning quickly, we can win over support mm-hmm. at the government government level, at the sponsors level, uh, to prove that you know we know what we are doing. We're heading somewhere. Yeah. So winning is uh, very important, not just for the we covered we talked about the funding, but yeah. winning is also important for confidence. Yeah. If we get if we finish last in every race for the last mm-hmm. two years, it's hard to have any confidence. Correct. So. When you have confidence, you will dare to do things that other people may not yeah. dare to do. Mm. So that confidence is important mm-hmm. from the coach to the athletes. Mm-hmm. If we exude certain confidence, uh, that is an edge. Yeah. So if you look at um, uh, Azizul, we talk yeah. about Azizul. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you look at how he won the Rio Olympic bronze medal. He was in a bad situation uh, in the beginning. But he stuck to it, and then he found a way to mm-hmm. to pit yeah. the rider next to him mm. for for the bronze medal. It mm. was really really close. So he did not get there by feeling, oh, I'm this humble boy from Malaysia, yeah. you know that yeah. kind of thing. No, yeah. when you Correct. go in there, that's your arena. Correct. You're a gladiator. That's right. I'm gonna do this. There's no doubt. There's no plan B. You know what mm. happened if I lose? You, that should never cross our that's mind. Right. We're going there. We're gonna do this, mm. you know. Um, so and and not be apologetic about it. Not mm-hmm. be shy about it. Yeah. So that is the duality of uh, in sports. So on one hand, we want our athletes to be to be nice people. Mm-hmm. We want them to be humble. Yep. And on the other hand, on race day, they if. They have the other side of them (laughs) that is, I am a competitor, I'm gunning Mm. for it, I'm going for this, and I am not shy about it. And and there's no apology, I want to win. That's it. Amazing. So, uh, winning is important because it brings confidence. The other thing winning brings is also changes to people. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been coaching the Sabah team since 2017, and we can say for sure that for the last four years, Every year that we have prepared for the competitions mm-hmm. has changed. Amazing. Mm. Yeah. Simply because we know more now than yeah. we did back then. Definitely. So every year we apply what we knew, what we thought was the best. Nice. And every year, because we have accumulated new understanding, 
we change the way yep. we approach next season. Yeah. So the way we are preparing now for Sukma that has been postponed to yeah. 2021 yeah. is vastly different okay. from how we prepare for, from last yeah, Sukma. It should be. Yes. It should be because when when you're when you're constantly winning, yeah. if you're not uh, pushing yourself towards the above your edge, yeah. you will plateau. You will you will just be stagnant because right. you will feel like there's no room for improvement. Yep. I think most of the time people get confused with uh, I mean not not say confused. They take winning mistakenly mm. that in a place where they feel like I'm I'm good enough that I don't need to to improve. Yeah. anymore yep. and I've seen this mistake a lot with younger athletes where they yeah, you become complacent yeah. basically uh, they, they feel it's it's good enough because they because sometimes in different sports I'm not uh, like um, I will even take cricket for example you know yeah. you you um, as a young player you do not know so much of the details that yeah. you need to fix because when you're when you're winning, when your team is winning, mm. you just let it win because you feel like they are good enough. Yeah. Without realizing those details where you can improve, furthermore, you know. Yeah. For for example, this year we are looking at like so many little things that had always been there yeah. Yeah. that we did not. I yeah. did not see or picked up Correct. before. Uh, little details about how they cycle, what position they're mm-hmm. in, that we have never looked yeah. at. But the moment that we we picked up new knowledge and new technology and we apply it to mm. our discipline, we start looking at little little things. Yeah. Mm. And if we can improve ten little things, yeah. that is the aggregation of your marginal yeah, gain. Correct. That become correct. a massive performance yeah, gain. Correct. And yes. you asked about you know what do I look for in a, in 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 athletes? Number one, it must be that person must be teachable. Mm. Yeah, mm. definitely. definitely. Yeah. So if they come in with a mindset that I'm a hot shot, I know better than you, I don't need you, yeah, yeah, uh, then we can't help that person. Right. Uh, that person may be better help served uh, somewhere else. Mm. So on our team, it's important that we have a learning attitude, and mm-hmm. it starts from me. Uh, I ask lots of questions. Mm-hmm. As a coach, we have to ask questions because I don't assume that I know everything. Mm. I get feedback from the athletes and yeah. all that. And the same way, I give athletes feedback. Mm. We had this interesting uh, team. Uh, team meeting a few months ago so the first thing I asked them is what do you want to see your coach change mm, wow. what changes do you want to see in your wow. coach wow amazing yeah. wow because I, I had I have to set the tone that instead of me coming across okay you need to change this you need to yep. change this you yep. need to change this no the first question is how do you want me to improve yeah. wow so it was uh, a test of honesty. They That's have right. to put it on the table. Coach, I would like this, this, this. I would like you to see improve in these areas. Wow. And for them to be able to say that, that is honesty. That's right. Yeah. That is a testament of a relationship mm. that nobody is above uh, improving. Yep. So That's if right. I want my athletes to improve, I have to recognize that right. I must improve. That's so amazing. Good. That's so good. So, uh, so that's that. Yeah, I mean, I think like wow, that that's, that's a question that most coaches would not put out to the yeah, athletes. You know, I'm shocked you actually presented <laughs> that to your to your athletes. Every coach has this <laughs> this uh, ceiling yeah. of ego that says that you know you're I'm always better than you because yeah. I am technically coaching you. But you know, it's it's very exemplary that coaching is a relationship. It works two way. Yeah, yeah. It, it is definitely a relationship. Uh, find me a high performing athlete yeah. 
who does not have a good relationship with the coach. coach yeah. Find me one. That's true. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, we can talk Michael Hussein Boat. Yeah. You know, uh, Serena Williams, That's Roger true. Federer. It, just find me an example where an athlete could perform without a high mm. level oh. of relationship with the coach. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's like so as a coach, the, the most important thing is I have your back. Yeah. I'm watching out for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to protect you. Yeah. And that trust is very very high. Yeah. And we cannot violate that. Yeah. Um, these are young people. The people that I coach are uh, 17, 18, mm-hmm. 19. Mm-hmm. So they are at the stage they are not exactly an adult. Yeah. They are also not children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're in a transition phase yeah. in their lives and they have put their trust in me. Yeah. Their parents have put this trust in me. Mm. So how am I going to do my carry out my duties? Mm. Um, so if I if my training methods were a waste of time, mm. that I'm wasting a lot of people's time, Correct. That's not true. just mine. Yeah. Right? So if if I was abusive, then I'm hurting a lot of people. Yeah. So so that is um that is important wow. the relationship. Yeah. Amazing. Uh Louis what I would like to know or ask you is uh what do you feel cycling teaches people that other sports don't and uh, how do they apply those lessons to everyday life basically? Okay, um cycling the the discipline that we're in, mm. we have sprinters and we have uh endurance cyclists so okay. we have the short distance cyclists and then we have a long distance cyclists yeah. but the common thing here is this consistency is the key mm. if you can string together 52 weeks of good training mm-hmm. I would prefer 52 weeks of consistent good training over 3 months of great training followed by 3 months of lousy training wow. So that consistency mm. is always the key. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and to be consistent, to show up every day. I mean, and not let's not kid ourselves. Not we won't show up every day. Wow, I am top of the world. I'm gonna yeah. break the world record. So you know, no, no, no. So no. true. That's right. Yeah, we cannot rely on motivation. Yep, that's that's true. why yeah. we have discipline. Yep, discipline right. ensure that it gets done. If we feel like crap today, we still come in, get our job done. Yeah. And have that notch under our belt. We yeah. have we got this done. Yeah. So, cons- that consistency that, and and in cycling, the the form is developed over years. Mm. You 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 don't become a champion in one year. Yeah. Okay. Sure. It's not just the physiology. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the physically the the rider is strong, but it also requires that maturity, mm. that intellectual development, and as a coach, very often. I see in people, wow, I wish this person had this intellect or this maturity. Only then he or she would be at another level. But yet, I have to be patient and I have to wait for it to happen. Yeah. yeah. I, I waited. One rider, we we use this tool, this app in, in training. And we've been using it for a year. And I know that this person doesn't understand how the app works. works okay. I waited for one year for this person to ask me, Coach, what is this, mm. you know, this number in my training, what is that about? Yeah. So I explain. Huh. So when the, when the student is ready, mm-hmm. 
the teacher will appear. Wow. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and I think uh, one takeaway I, uh, I, I have from your answer was uh, consistency is really important, especially in today's yeah. world where people want instant gratification. Yes. You know, consistency can't be seen. People don't want to be uh, waiting stage by stage. They just want to say, if I start today, I want to see muscles tomorrow. Yeah, yes. and yeah. I think that's a, a important thing to highlight. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So consistency, guys, is really important. Uh, no matter what you're doing, I yeah. think. Uh, if you want to gain weight, mm-hmm. you have to be consistent <laughs> with eating more. You know, if you want to lose weight, you have to be consistent yeah. with, you know, eating less, going to the Correct. gym. So yeah, I think that's a really important yeah. thing to carry I out. Think, yeah. yeah, and you think about it. Uh, in our team, we have uh, teenagers mm. who, for four years, chasing one dream wow. yeah. and working hard every day, and not to, not to kind of like want to praise the athletes that I'm coaching, but they we train very hard. Mm. There are times where we have the we have a bucket in our training, yeah. and the bucket is for the vomiting, because wow. the body will yeah. you, will yeah. pump up so much lactic acid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were gonna you're gonna yeah. throw up. Yeah. So if you do that training session right, you're gonna throw, throw up. up. That's that's good. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So the so, goal of training is yeah. to throw so up. <laughs> you I've have teenagers that. who go through that yeah. year after year, year after year after year. Yeah, and, and the, the fact and that they're coming back is you know. It's highlighting someone who's determined. Yes. Correct. I, yeah. We can't force them yeah, to ride their bikes. Yeah, you, right. you can't force them to come for the training no. session also. Mm, yeah. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So, so how would you feel like consistency applies to everyday life, in your opinion? Because, yeah, for me, I feel like it's it's meant for everywhere, but... Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Like to, I, yeah. I, as a coach, I have to show up. Mm. I think if the coach just shows up, half the battle is already yeah. won. And oh. Even for the athletes, if yeah. you just show up, half the battle is won. Mm. you know uh, and even showing up is not so easy for most people mm. when everything is rosy everything is smooth selling everybody will show yeah, up yeah definitely is when you know when the going gets tough yeah. uh, when you're not getting what you want when you have difficulty with in relationships or mm. in, in training with your teammates or with the authorities yeah will you still show up yeah, yeah. yeah and I think so good. that's also important if you are an individual responsible for other people whether yeah. it's in sport or you know in, in your workplace yeah. if you are willing to show up you know you are already communicating physically to the people you are leading that you know guys uh, I'm here for us if everyone is willing to be here yeah. for everyone yeah. you know and that's yeah. important that's in every true. aspect of life yeah just yeah. being willing to showing up you know even if it's an individual sport like golf if you decide to show up, you know, and work on your swing and everything, you are going to... Definitely. Yeah, I always say to people, you know, going to the gym, and they always feel so motivated, not motivated to, mm. to work out. Let's tell them, just just show up to the gym. That's you true. Don't, you don't need to start. Just, yeah. just show, come to the gym. Come and see people. <laughs> and you will... Like you said, showing up is half the battle. Of the, of, half the battle won. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and, and consistency. You know, because most of the times I realize this problem that um, we have as athletes uh, mm. or teams that uh, we, we, we train up for a tournament. So let's say if Sukma is around the corner, then uh, they'll be probably setting up a six-month camp or a three-month camp mm. ahead of, for, of Sukma. And yep. they are just pushing the athletes 
like 200% in that three month. So yeah. he is like compensating for all the eight, uh, nine months of the year of yeah. not doing anything. Yep. And you just squeeze everything in three months. And you most of the time, you see by end of that th- uh, three months where the tournament starts, they're 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 off they're burn out yes yeah, they mo- don't want to touch the sport again yeah. yes like yeah and it happens in a on a natural basis so when we, some people want to like example if they want to go to the gym or just lose weight and then just push everything they got for like one month yeah and then and then they're done they're like yeah uh, i haven't out. seen the results i want to see <laughs> so why should i continue yeah you know? yeah and one thing very important for consistency is as a coach we must have a plan. Correct. Mm. So we, we publish our training plan usually one month in advance. So, mm. so you have this training block, four weeks training block. Right. It is up on on uh, our cloud-based uh, training application. Everybody sees it. Mm. They know. Then you work your schedule around wow. it. Uh, so we, we work like that. Obviously, this plan is subject to change. Yeah. Okay. But we have a plan. plan. And we've been doing this for four, four years. Yeah. Uh, without fail so Correct. if there is a day that I'm late with my training program I'll be getting text messages coach where's my training wow. plan That's and true. sometimes I deliberately hold it back so to see whether I get that, those messages <laughs> <laughs> seriously if, if they are chasing for the training plan it's like hey yeah, you know that they want to work to, what, I am, what, what am I supposed to do tomorrow I know I, I, what's my training for so if they're asking those questions they are invested yeah they are invested mm-hmm. that's so true that's amazing that's right okay yeah, and as we as we all know that you know this year has been quite a challenging year for everybody yeah. in every area, whatever. But um, as we can see that in at least in Malaysia things are getting a bit better. Yeah. So what do you? What is your next target set, and uh, how's your preparation towards it going? Well, we during uh, the lockdown when the lockdown happened, um, it took a lot of people by surprise. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, the good thing was we have uh, indoor smart trainers. Mm. Uh, we still cycle indoor. Yeah. Um, we push up the intensity uh, because we cannot cycle yeah. four or five hours outdoor. Uh, we still train indoor. Mm-hmm. So we increase our intensity indoor to compensate for that loss of uh, volume. Um, and the other thing we work on now is we work on technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a big emphasis on technique. Right. Um, what position how do you ride and all that because there is an aerodynamics gain yeah, yeah. to be had so we work really hard on aerodynamics we work really hard on on technique because even uh, to truth to be told we don't know when Sukma will be held yeah, yeah, the tentative yeah, date was uh, it's supposed next to be year, right? next March next March uh, but there are talks that it could be pushed back for a few months wow. mm. so we don't know for sure right um, so instead of focusing on what we cannot control yeah. our, our approach is always to focus on what we can control yeah, yeah. we can control our technique we can control our training mm-hmm. so we are focusing a lot on training our technique wow. we are not doing crazy training volumes so right. to speak yet Okay. Uh, until we have a firm confirmation when Sukman will be, then okay. we will roll out a periodization plan to, to hit that, that target. So mm. we are drumming in the kids to get your technique right, right, get your technique right. So it's more of an off-season block currently, I would say. Right? Well, I wouldn't say off-season. We it, There's still a certain amount of uh, in high intensity yeah. and volume that is involved, but our emphasis is really on the technique, technique technical mm-hmm. technical yeah. aspect yeah so I, I the same challenge i'm pushing up to a lot of triathletes because 
when you don't have competition, people don't feel motivated okay, to train, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't have a competition coming up, you know. So, what, what am I training for? So, I've been trying to convince a lot of, talk to a lot of triathletes, say, hey, you have to improve your cycling mm. technique, mm. Uh, uh, technical skills. How, how do you do emergency brakes? How yeah. do you do a U turn? How do you descend safely and quickly? Yeah. Uh, how do you get more aerodynamics? So, all Correct. these are uh, technical uh, aspects of training that people don't look into yeah. so uh, without a big competition coming up this, this is a great time yeah. to focus on to technique. build your base yeah. basically yeah, it's building true. your base mm-hmm. whatever sport you are this is very important like to build that base yeah. before you go into a, a period where you just want to focus on getting your maximum result yep, that's out. right yeah. we have the uh, it was announced two weeks ago that uh, the national championship for cycling yeah. is taking place in Malacca uh, in about two weeks time in wow. the middle of uh, September okay it's okay wow sound effect <laughs> <laughs> so that was a big roar for national championship that's so cool now so we are going full gas yeah. preparing for that okay. um, that's the only competition that we know is confirmed yeah, so, so close Bye. so close wow so yeah so as a coach we have to be nimble yeah. and yeah. think on our feet you know that's you right. can't be too dogmatic about that's things true. So we're going full gas to prepare for that and see and, and aim for the best results that we can. Yep. And, uh, and our athletes are super motivated yeah, uh, to sure. do well. Um, we just put out the best preparation that we can. Wow, nice. Lewis, thank you so much for sharing uh, all this knowledge. I feel like I've learned a lot as well. Yeah, I've I mean, been inspired. So thank you so much. It's been a great oh, pleasure. Oh, your honor is all mine. Yeah, yeah. the pleasure so is all mine. I feel SB, so motivated also <laughs> as a coach also. Yeah. yeah. So as we round off, I would uh, ask you probably what's the one thing that you'd want our listeners to take away from you know probably lessons you've learned in the sport yeah. or just general advice being a person who's transi- transitioned from photography uh, to you know I, I just want to share about you know um, my own journey I reflecting on my new own journey is yeah. when, when I started when I told when I started as a coach yeah a lot of people were offended wow. because um, how can you as a photographer think that you are good enough as a coach? Wow. Right? And as we progress, as we set goals for our achievements, yeah. people are also offended. What makes you think that you, a former photographer, not a national athlete, not mm. an Olympian, yeah. never been to Asian Games, what makes you think that your team can achieve this, can, wow. can break the record yeah. or whatever? Yeah. So... So sometimes when we sometimes when you want to live audaciously, yeah. Yeah. people get offended. Yeah. Wow. People are offended by our, the, our audacity, yeah. the hope, uh, the dreams that we have can offend people. Yeah. Because if you achieve that, you are actually challenging the status quo. You are shattering all these preconceived notions of mm. what this person can do or that person can do. That's right. But this is what we are in sports for. is to push yeah. that limit. is to break those ceilings. And if people are offended, we are not here to... Not to offend people. We are here to push boundaries. So Amazing. I, I just boundaries. want to encourage whoever that is listening, you know, if you have a dream and you, you, you want to work for it, yeah. um, just, just go ahead and work for it. Wow. Uh, it doesn't matter if people are offended or not. Amazing. And but on the other hand, more likely than not, you're gonna find people, like-minded people, that will come alongside you, support you, uh, 
sponsor you, finance you. Somehow those things will just yeah come in place. Come in place. Um, yeah, that that's my journey. Uh, I that's true for me, and I believe it can be true for um, people out there as well. Yeah, it's so apt to our even to the title of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, to pitch dreams, you know. Yeah, yeah. So to so people who ever heard from uh, Louis, I hope you guys also go after your own dreams. You know, that's right. uh, don't be don't feel that you're not good enough to mm. go after your dreams. Don't feel like. Um, you need to be qualified or you need to have some credibility to go after your dreams um, and also but as, as what Louis mentioned you know there's there's a need of consistency and there's also a need of discipline uh, motivation just is not just enough but you need to be disciplined in order to pursue your own path so really uh, Louis it's been, it's been a pleasure to mm. even hear from yeah. you well thank you guys for having me um, you know uh, we really want to wish you the best yeah, in, in your coaching career thank you so much and uh, you know hope you, your, your athletes do well you know I hope to see them to even like represent Malaysia in the yeah. future you know I, I really like to, because I really like to see your your coaching methodology being implied in our even to our national team and, mm. and, and you know <laughs> amazing I would, okay. uh, really want to see okay and listeners you know uh, that's all the time that we have today I hope you guys really enjoyed uh, what you heard from um, Louis so make sure you guys check out Louis on his Instagram you know you can even ask him for tips I'm sure that they can yep. yeah anything yeah or tips <laughs> open, on, book. open yeah. book for tips on cycling if you guys are you know uh, picking up cycling yeah. uh, or if you really uh, been cycling for some time so you want to get some tips uh, Louis is the guy to go to you know at speedster dot coaching and do follow our podcast on spotify apple podcast and google podcast pitching dreams podcast mm-hmm. and to get the latest happenings on what we are doing and also our podcast check out our instagram at dvcamy that's right so guys hope you guys uh, to meet you guys in our next episode we will bring you guys another exciting guest and we will see you then bye uh-